this and then I'm going to clap because that really helped last time. The first one was really hard to sync up. <clears throat> and uh, wow, for people watching on the live stream, they're going to get a real treat. David Rockefeller's uh, close up real oh, face, yeah. which we'll be discussing soon, but please. It's disgusting. Oh, wait, I haven't got the, uh, the <laughs> I haven't got the music to cue up. Let me do that you're thing so, where I find the music. You're so good at, at queuing up the music and having it Well, I forget you used to do it. So, you know, it's just never been my responsibility before until now. And I am good at it. It's just I don't think of it, you know, early enough. So just get the music ready. I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't remember where it is. That's right. It's in here. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. I think it goes, goes in here. Sweet as. Drop yeah. that shit. That's not it. <laughs> Don't drop that thing. We will play. We will play the music though. Hi, when, hi um, everyone. It's gonna play. Hang on, I've I've double clicked it. So this is how long my computer takes to actually play the music. Oh, now I've got to choose an app for it because apparently, oh, uh, this is really painful. Well, it's a Windows update. It's it's undone all the associations every time I click anything for the first time since the update. I really don't want to start it's using play. Windows 10. Here we go. There we go. All right. Do you miss the old music at all? The old music. Oh, just a charge-up thing, yeah, a little bit, but... I miss the old music, but I mean, this is us. Yeah. This is us, so it's better. Eventually, mentioning it eventually there will be new music that I uh, still haven't done yet. But anyway, yeah. welcome. Welcome to the 1240. Hey, I'm a I'm Harv. I'm Rodders. And that's the show. And Thank you very much for listening. Thanks and for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah we, we only got to play the intro music because that took so fucking long. That took four that, hours. Um, yeah. So yeah. we don't have any time left. We had some great stuff to talk about, but we're going to just bin the entire lot. That'll do. Cut it off. So apologies. <laughs> apologies for that. No, no, no. Let's do an episode. Okay, let's just let's, let's just, just continue. We'll forge ahead. We'll, we'll do what we always do and yeah. keep, it, uh, keep it all unprofessional and, and quite inept. I mean, we could start again. We're not that far into it, but nah, you know what? I'm no perfectionist. Fuck that. I don't you know, like. I don't like. I'm happy to admit, I'm no perfectionist. Are you a perfectionist? No. Well, I am, but I'd try not to be because it, otherwise, it holds me back from actually doing stuff. Mm, 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 you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I I actually told you that. Uh, <laughs> Probably did. Yeah, I think you know we've discussed that a few times. Yeah, the, uh, there's, there's been... Using perfectionism as an excuse to be unproductive. Yeah, yeah. or to not actually publish anything yeah, that you right. do. Because well, you... if you don't publish what you do, have you been productive? That's, I guess, a, you know, it's a question. Some people would say yes. In a way you have, but it's really not going to benefit anyone else if they don't see it. Yeah. Are you going to spend your whole life practicing? You yeah. Know? At some point, you just have to go enough practice. At some point, you've got to end the rehearsal, don't you? Yeah. You've got to end the rehearsal and speed living life. There's, there's people who don't even bother rehearsing. They just put everything out. Yeah, that's exactly right. They just put it all out. and That's what I'm doing. You know, I put complete junk out there these days and I don't care. I don't you care put your anymore. junk out there? Yeah, I put my junk out there. Jeez. Yeah. Only on, uh, on eHarmony. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, that's a... 
dating website. Yeah, that's I was going. That's what I was going for. Speaking was, of dating websites, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good segue, isn't it? I, I don't know why uh, she thought it was funny, but um, uh, is that what we're going to talk about first? No. Well, that was going to be last. But we'll <laughs> switch it around. We'll switch it around. It's good. It's fine. A, it's a good segue. Bring it up. You know, it's not like we should stick to what we planned anyway. Yeah, format. Yeah, we never it's, do. It's never so, been good. Yeah. So there's a new way to. Uh, to consent to a to a fling, right? To a uh, well, exactly, exactly. To, and it's using blockchain technology. Yes, it's as uh, far as I know. Well, uh, yeah, it's. Um, it, I don't know it, much about it. This. Uses the blockchain, and I think that's uh, the blockchain's a way to record transactions, right? So it's a it's a huge peer to peer um, decentralized network. Yeah. Where you basically cannot erase anything, no, because as soon as you put it on the blockchain. It's, all, it's synced to hundreds of other people. It's all publicly available. <clears throat> yeah. It? And then their vote for what the truth is outweighs yours. So if you try to say, right, now that's untrue, the hundred people that have got synced to go, uh-uh, nah. nah, you uploaded that dick pic. Yeah. That's true. That's there now. It's small. That really is the size of your dick. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And everyone and, can see it. And uh, you cannot retract dick pics on the blockchain. That's it's, it's actually... It. That should be a public service announcement to all of our viewers. Yeah, don't put dick pics on the blockchain. But Not, one thing, that, unless you want everyone to see your dick. Yeah, unless you want your dick preserved throughout eternity. Yeah, or the image of your dick at least. As Probably long as you don't the mind thing it is never eventually going to rot. It'll eventually rot in real life, <laughs> but you could preserve an image of it. it. Might you might yeah. thank yourself, you know, a few decades down the line when your dick is shriveled up and your balls are like, you know, uh, deflated. Sultanas. Remind me when we finish. <laughs> right. Remind me when we finish this podcast to, to register the domain name bitdickpick.com. Just so, <laughs> just in case this becomes a thing, where <laughs> where the, just a blockchain dedicated just to dick pics. Dick pics. No only. vaginas. Okay, just, just dick pics. Only dicks. Yeah. Strictly dicks. Bitdickpick. It's going to be called because it just rolls off the tongue. I'd say that's probably already gone. Strictly dicks. <laughs> that's right. So this app uses the blockchain in a similar way, but instead yeah. of storing dick pics as my app will, it stores a <laughs> registration of sexual consent, which I don't think you've seen Black Mirror. Not yet. But no. this actually happens in an episode of Black Mirror. Is it directly lifted from that TV show, this idea, do you think? They don't say, I think in the article, they don't say that it is. Possible. Um, and if they did, it only aired quite recently. Like, right. um, So they would have had to be pretty fast to develop. Yeah. Black Mirror is on Netflix, app. so the entire thing was released two weeks ago or something, I think, right. the entire series. So I would say anyone who's building an app in two weeks is doing a pretty good job, especially if it's blockchain-based, which requires a fair bit of development. So I'd say no, probably not, just you know, good ideas. Might have been the other way around, up. that uh, the, the creators of Black Mirror kind of got wind of this. Or just got wind. App, you know, after, after getting wind, yeah. farting incessantly. <laughs> Let me someone say, uh, "Hey, stop farting and check this out." Just remind me when we finish this podcast to register uh, bitfart.com <laughs> so that people have a place to. I think we just record, have very specific record the audio of their farts. Apps. Yeah, to preserve their farts <laughs> bit, forever. Bitfart, yeah, bitfarts, or or complaints about someone else farting. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you could log on, and if you meet a new, like you're going on a date or something, and and you know you want to look up Lauren. Um, and you just look at, you, you know, you do a, a search on her on bitfart.com and see how many complaints there are that she's farted <laughs> in other people's presence. 
And uh, yeah, it's a good way to determine how flatulent someone is. Right. Um, they could register their own. You know, some people are proud of them. It's like a handy me. bit of information to have when you're, you know, trying to get into a relationship with somebody. Yeah, that's right. So this app is called Legal Fling, which Legal already Fling. I think is getting into uh, dangerous so, territory. It sort of hints at the, you know, the issues surrounding this idea. Well, yes. I, I read the article and basically inside the article it stated that consent isn't a one-time thing that's right it's that was... more of an ongoing thing that happens during just it happens it's just constantly happening yeah exactly. at any time you know someone should be able to say oh, i'm not comfortable with this anymore or you know maybe the other person misrepresented themselves a little bit um in the initial detailing of you know what they want consent for yeah so you know, if that were the change, obviously the other person would go, hey, I didn't consent to this. I I swiped on that all that other shit that you said, but this wasn't, you know. Yeah, I actually, argue that that I was actually mushroom stamping my iPad. Yeah. And it just swiped inadvertently. And then, you know, you fucked me because you thought I consented. That's that's the other thing. I mean, we, we talked about touchscreens being, you know, pretty defective. The can, yeah. possibility of being defective. What if someone swipes and hasn't realized they've, they've swiped consent? Well, that's the thing. It's it's like it's saying, well, you swipe to give consent, right? You know, just like Tinder, I think it is. Uh, <clears throat> so you know, swipe to give consent. That's fine, but how can you tell if it was actually the person, the owner of the the app that swiped, or someone yeah, else? Maybe someone hacked maybe their the phone. Maybe the dog licked it because and he was it, getting horny watching right. the two, uh, watching the rape going on. Yeah, or you know, you're masturbating on the couch. It's a weird scenario. And the dog is <laughs> the dog is just getting into it and sees yeah. your phone and. Exactly. sees a picture of a dog or its vagina on your phone. Or maybe something. maybe you're putting Tabasco sauce up your asshole to enhance your orgasm. Yeah. And a little bit squirts on, you know, the, the screen of the and iPad. It, all of a sudden you've and swiped it registers and you've consented as a swipe. to all these, you know, uh, teabagging scenarios. Which, exactly. And then someone rapes you with Tabasco sauce up your ass. Well, yeah. It might even burn be like that fuck. specific. You never know. So, you know, I mean, these are normal everyday occurrences, I assume, that, that people yeah. need to be aware of. Well, so they're normal to me, Harvey. So Yeah, well, you told me about the Tabasco sauce. I don't, don't know anyone that's not into it, actually. Well, if you haven't tried it, <laughs> Tabasco sauce <laughs> on your asshole. Just put a little dab on the tip yeah, of your finger. St start off small. A little bit start of lube around small. the rim that's... and whoop. My only... Up it goes. Only proviso. Start small. You don't want to go... And know, then just wait until full you feel... bottles or anything. That's, no, no, don't, don't, yeah. And just wait until you feel the... emergency ward scenarios. Yeah, not to, yeah, you don't want to put too much up there. And make sure that it's a good brand as well. You, you know, you'd never know what how much Tabasco is in Tabasco yeah, you want sauce. good quality Tabasco. You don't want any, um, you know, uh, additives in there that, that don't belong. That's right, yeah. Wants to be, you want to get as close to organic as possible. Otherwise, it's, it's real tears to the eyes <laughs> <laughs> well if you start to feel a tingle in the back of your throat it's time to go to the emergency room because you've got about 17 seconds to get there <laughs> that's all i'm going to say about that so i guess we should actually talk about this app well yeah we were yeah. talking about how consent's not a one-time thing it's more of yeah, a right. it's more of a a, a a a constant thing that's that's happening throughout which is interesting the... because you know maybe i'm old-fashioned but sex should be still like a somewhat romantic sort of connection well, between two adults, right? I mean, 
if, if this idea that consent is continuous, which it, which it is in principle... I think that's how it should be treated. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, in principle, but it's not like you're going to ask, you know... I'm not every... I'm about to do another thrust and yeah. uh, do you want this a little one? bit of pre-cum stripping off this the one? end. Do you want this one? Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like that? Do you still like that? Do you still like that? You still you, in... Did you like this? Are did you, you like Would the you last like one? another one? I didn't hear your answer. <laughs> yeah, um... I do need you to verbalize consent. <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, um, it's stupid, right? Like it's, yeah, it's practically you with... can't do that. So it's, well, it's hard to come up with new lines every every time. Well, you'd have to just use the same one eventually, right? You'd just yeah. be using the same lines over and over again. Well, unless you're really, really innovative. Yeah. When you're you know, pumping away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just you can't expect someone to consent. No. You know, you, you need to... Common sense. There, there, exactly, there's common sense involved and there needs to be a, a level of um, communication that's non-verbal and not swiping a fucking tablet or a, a phone. Does the that, that that is between the two people that that they understand you know like um you know like if people are going to do extreme sex acts they use a safe word right it, it, there needs to be right uh you know you need to be able to read the other person's reactions to some extent yeah and the more you know someone the the better you're able to to do that as well i yeah. mean uh this constant sort of consent idea i think comes up because things like tinder and you know whatever the other ones are called, you know, swipe to fuck or whatever. Yeah. Um, fuck now. Le legal fling, yeah. this one's legal called. Legal fling, so, yeah. in this case. Um, when people don't aren't that familiar and they've just hooked up on an app and, you know, maybe had a bit of a back and forth online, yeah, you, you really don't know the other person that well at all, do you? No. So you're going to have to, like, talk pretty specifically about what you want to do up front yeah. if you're in that scenario because... The other person not going to know what's coming. One situation where this could work is... Get it? Is, yeah, did you come, get it? Yeah, you made a cum joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty clever semantical that's, that's um, right. jokes. That's so, yeah, one of the situations where this might be useful is um, prostitution, I right. guess. Um, consent still is an ongoing thing, I guess. But um, but your uh, point about it's being, it's less needed when the two partners are more in a relationship you know yeah more you know they know each other better basically yeah well i don't know i don't know if it's actually a necessary app at all the the, the thing let's let's be real rodders right. i think we're right. dancing around this topic keep, a little keep bit it real. Keep and it we're real. and we're saying real talk. we're saying real talk what we're supposed to say and we're not saying what we want to say what do and we want to say what do we really want to what say? we want to say about this is you know as a man and with the Me Too movement and all of this stuff going on, yeah. which, you know, which we love, we definitely love it all. Um, but it does make you feel a little bit paranoid as a man that um, what about abusive consent where someone uh, either appears to give a consent and, and, and you bang them in good faith and then later on they retract their consent. Uh, and the... that's what this app is for. And let's not pretend that this is for... Yeah, it's for kind of a... Trying a... To, this isn't trying to solve a rape issue. This is trying to solve covering your ass as it's a man. It's covering your ass and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a digital contract, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, it is. And, and you're and... effectively signing it by swiping. Yeah. You're just making it easier to, you know, to uh, finalise a, a contract based on yeah. um, how, you mean... wanna, how you want to do it. I don't think it's sufficient in a court of law, personally. I, I think you, it would turn out 
if you tried to use this pretty as, flimsy as evidence it's pretty flimsy i think you'd need it signed in bodily fluids or something like that you Drops know with, with dna yeah. semen and yeah like if, if you were if you had a signature in vaginal juices <laughs> you could at least prove that she was turned on right well i'm just saying i'm it's as it's distinctive know, it's distinctive. As, as as much as everybody listening to this just turned it off when i right. said that right it's still not would, the, well not the men the it would men go probably. further to prove consent because obviously vaginal juices are only produced when a woman is it's, anticipating sexual activity yeah it's or it's, it's primarily mutually exclusive from male sperm right it's you yeah could, you could test it and go that's 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 from the vag and that's from the dick but it's a complicated topic right because i think even in the case of male rape which of course is much more rare than female rape as in a woman raping a man. Oh, okay. I was thinking yeah. of a man raping a man. No. Well, it could be too, but... Like that scene in American History X. You but they say that an orgasm isn't evidence that it wasn't rape. So you can still climax. So you can have a forced orgasm mm. and it's still rape. Of course, it's still rape, I guess, if you never consented to it in the first place. Right. But it's it's nice of the rapist to get you there. It's more considerate raping. Yeah. yeah. But it's which, still raping and which it's still wrong. It brings me to this... Bill Maher. This is a good segue to the Bill Maher thing, okay. which you haven't heard yet, have you? Because I haven't heard yet. Um, I only Virgin heard it ears today. Here. Virgin ears. Yeah. Um, Bill Maher's just come to, back to on the air, and this is his video. the end of his new rules segment, um, where he's addressing the Me Too movement and all that type of stuff. Yep. And here's what he says. I'm down with Me Too. I'm not down with Me Carthyism. Something is way off when Senator Kirsten Gillibrand can go unchallenged, saying, when we start having to talk about the differences between sexual harassment and sexual assault and unwanted groping, you are having the wrong conversation. Can't we just be having an additional conversation? Can we... Can we only have one thought now? I, I, I get it that Al Franken had to become roadkill on the zero tolerance highway. A highway, it seems, only Democrats have to drive on. But. Gotta go make it partisan. But do liberals really wanna become so the distinction deniers? The people who can't tell or don't wanna see a difference between assault in a van and a back rub by the water cooler? Masturbation is normal and healthy, but not in the park. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Bill. Giving up on the idea that even bad things Danger have wank. degrees? Danger wank. That is as dumb as embracing the idea of alternative facts. <laughs> I get it when Trump's side doesn't want to talk. He only knows 88 words. <laughs> but we are supposed to be the conversation people. Justice requires weighing things. That's why Lady Justice is holding a scale and not a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Senator Gillibrand went on to say, you need to draw a line in the sand and say none of it is okay. Yes, agreed. But we can't walk and chew gum anymore? We can't agree that groping and rape are both unacceptable? And one is worse? Anyway, you get the idea. He was talking about later on about Matt Damon made exactly that point that um, he's concerned that people aren't seeing a difference between an inappropriate brush of the cheek a, or a pat on the ass. There's a scale to it. There's a scale. Is, is there's what a sliding saying. scale. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, when it comes to these types of things, he's just saying, can we like just talk about like degrees? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, rather I'll, than just saying it's all unacceptable and shut the fuck up. I'll tell you something that happened to me, which was just more or less just an awkward moment. Does it involve a priest? Uh, no, no. Mine doesn't um, either. At my workplace, there's obviously a lot of female staff um, because they're teachers at the school. Yeah. And Congratulations, by the way. Initi <laughs> initially, um, you know, some of them referred to me as like darling and yeah. that sort of thing. And like I didn't in the current climate of things, I didn't really feel comfortable. Like, I d for one, I didn't know who they were referring to because bas basically they w they're not using my name mm. and I'm just going about my business doing what I have to do for work. And then I hear this, like, from the other side of the room. And I only sort of felt like later they were talking to me because no one else responded yeah. to it. So I still don't really know if that was what, you know, they were referring to me. But then later on, same staff members, what when they were much closer and looking me in the eye, same mm. thing. And I you know, took it as a just a nice thing. I'm not offended by it or anything, but no, you wouldn't. But it be. made it made the it just it would have been easier if they just knew my name and just used my name. Well, right? what do you call someone when you don't know their name without having it gender specific? You know, the, the you know, hey you. I think it's well, yeah. I mean, that's that's more impersonal and and might be construed as being a bit rude or something i don't know, I don't know. but it's it's yeah it's everything's the lines are kind of weirdly drawn now where everyone's a bit apprehensive as to what they should respond to and how they oh it's a confusing world now i mean it's, it's just it, fucked you know? i have no idea what because no do. one wants yeah. to offend anyone obviously you know yeah everyone. but the fear of offending people i mean you know, it's one it's of the tiring. good things that I, I enjoy about this podcast is that there's no one in the room to get offended. There might be listeners who are getting offended as we talk. That's and right. I'm okay with it because, do you know what? I'm not trying to upset anybody. No, I don't I'm just trying are. to think these things through in a way that makes sense to me. I don't, I don't care if people get offended by the fact that we considered, we went down a path considering an idea that's offensive and then decided, hey, that's not a good idea. Like, right. you've got to go down the path, right? Yeah, you've got to like, have the discussion and, and, and you know, um, hash it out. Yeah. So um, I, I had an idea during the week. It, it actually wasn't my idea. But I had a thought during the week about all this sexual harassment stuff. You know, it started with the Harvey Weinstein thing. And we've kind of been cheering it on as this, you know, dismantling of the establishment and right. how... Uh, they're all being exposed as, there's a, there's as a, pedophiles. There's a stuff. culture being exposed that's yeah, you know, which existed is, for a long time in, in Hollywood, that sort of thing. Yeah, and to some extent, that's ex that's exactly true. And it is it is good to see some of the mighty falling um, and so on. But I started reflecting on it and I thought, you know what? It's not really the mighty falling. It's just a very small smattering of yeah. guys who probably aren't quite in the establishment anyway like maybe not james maybe franco not. Uh, got it quite recently uh you know five women accusing him of uh inappropriate behavior on set at his um school that he teaches of right um, stage four i think it's called um, studio four it's called studio four yeah and um, and that occurred yeah there was complaints during a 
sex scenes masterclass or something he was holding and he invited how do you do students. a sex scenes masterclass without harassing anyone i that, well, that to me is just like that's you signed up for the right? class you're going to be simulating sex and i get the complaint was they removed uh, that he removed the he removed guards plastic the, the guards. vaginal guards that's right while simulating uh, oral sex and, and continued I, to do oral sex during the scene which yeah, is what right. so I don't know whether that's. I've yeah. never, never. I actually have shot a sex scene once, but I've never been on a professional set shooting a sex scene. I yeah. don't know what goes on, whether those guards are taken off in certain scenarios or not, or whether they're supposed to be left on. And these girls were students at the time. I don't know if they know whether that's appropriate. I'm sure actors see each other naked on set they quite have frequently to, during a sex scene. Yeah. Specific class. You. I just can't imagine that. You would not have happening. to expect some of that, right? Sure, you minimise it. You know, you put things over the boobies or whatever, and yeah. you know, you know you, if they don't need to be naked because it's not in shot, they're not naked. And yeah, you, you know, can... you make it as comfortable as possible. But, yeah. but there's got to be situations where, like, you know, where there's a butt shot or something, and you know, they, they just put the penis in a sock. It's not like they, you know, they don't. As funny as I know, you do that for recreation, but people would. <laughs> But this, you know, this is like not it's really. Too itchy. It's too itchy to leave. You, you can you can get off in a sock. Is all I'm saying. It's not like if you rubbed hard enough in the sock, <laughs> you're still gonna, you know. It does catch what's being squirted. Out. It's it's yeah. a tough thing to do a sex scene. I you know I'm not I'm not defending James Franco. He seems like he probably would be a sleazebag to me. But he's also a young, good-looking, rich actor who can probably have. Well, any woman that he wants as well. He probably doesn't need, and that's not to say he wouldn't, he'd probably get a kick out of it. It's, it's a danger harass, you know? He, he, but, uh, yeah, he, well, he claimed that he was working a lot at the time. Yeah. So he's like under a lot of pressure, stressed out. Not that that's an excuse, but, no. uh, that I'm he, so stressed. I'm just going to just rape your, someone. Get your tits out. Get I'm it so out. stressed. But, but going, going, going. <laughs> But one of the complaints was um, uh, he invited some students to do like a uh, scene at a strip club. Yeah. And uh, asked them to take their shirts off. Asked them to get their tits out. And, and no one volunteered and he got upset. And he got upset. I'm not, yeah. I mean, I, if, if you've got a scene bit. at a strip, look, first of all, you know. It's a bit naive to think that that's not going to be asked for that particular, in that context, right? I've never seen a scene in a strip club in a movie it's a strip club. that wasn't set in a strip club in order to show titillation images of exactly. titillation um in, in the background that's why they do it uh and so, and you need tits for titillation that, that, that's, that's dependent on tits. that's what i found a little unreasonable in in that article the, the, the oh well what about the one uh, where his his girlfriend said that he um f forcibly forcibly um, when angry Joe Pesci. When angry Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. When, no, uh, horny Joe Pesci. Horny Joe Pesci. No, no, not angry Joe Pesci. No. Yeah. Horny the, Joe Pesci. That's the, right. The, the same. Angry, angry Joe Pesci uh, slices someone's neck and sticks them in the boot of a car. Yeah. And then buries them in the in the desert. And then stakes them some more times and then buries yeah. them underground. Yeah. That's angry Joe Pesci. And then about... continues to swear at them while he's burying them, even though they're, they're dead and they can't yeah, hear him. Yeah. As, as they're, yeah. That's angry Joe Pesci. Yeah. Horny yeah. Joe Pesci might grab you by the back of the head and, and try to uh, force you to give a blowjob, which is apparently what James Franco did. Now, hmm. the mitigating circumstance of that, or the, I guess the Bill Maher-ish 
um, degrees of that is they'd been in a relationship for months. I can't remember how long it was. It was a while. Yeah, I can't recall they, exactly. And, and they, were, they continued to be in a relationship for, I think, a couple of years afterwards or two years, the total duration. Mm. And then she complained about it retrospectively later. So yeah. they were in a car. He took his dick out and said, you know, I'd kind of like a blowjob in a car. Wouldn't that be cool? And she said, oh, I don't think so. And he, he said, oh, come on, come on, and pushed her head down a little bit. And she did it, right? Yeah, because she didn't want to, him to be upset. Or yeah, whatever. so, so the, the moment where he did the wrong thing was when he was urging her to do it. But then she started doing it. And it's pretty hard, I think, to give a blowjob without consenting. Because, you know, you're giving a blowjob. Like, you would stop, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you stop? It's like the Louis yeah. C.K. thing she where we talked said... about the girls... Who, like he masturbated in front of them, but they waited till he finished. Yeah, exactly. Before she, leaving the room. She kind of inferred too that in hindsight, you know, oh, if that happened now, I wouldn't have done it kind of thing. Yeah. So the, the other complaint, I just want to add too, that the, that the other complaint that she had was that he hit on one of her friends who was 17 at the time. Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's that too. So I mean, there's, there's, there's always the underage aspect of Yeah, and of that, these I think that's well. the time that he, on Instagram, asked... Uh, a 17-year-old what hotel they were staying at and should he get a room there and that yeah. type of thing. Which, again, to me, I'm just like, so, was he serious? I mean, how can you prove that it wasn't just sort of Well, he admitted that was bad judgment. Basically. Of course it's bad judgment to say it, especially yeah. in a public forum. He, yeah. he never said that he had any intention of breaking the law and having sex with a 17-year-old. No, he didn't say anything like that. As, as I mean, as have, I'm aware. have you ever ever looked at a, a magazine picture of a girl and go, wow, she's really sexy or she's really hot or whatever, and then look at the article and go, oh, she's only 17. That's, you know, that would have, you know, but it's it's not Should like... be looking at that. Yeah, and then, you you know, you, of course you whip yourself in, in you know, in the basement. You know, until until you bleed almost Say to death, until you pass out. Hail Marys or something. Yeah, and get out you know, your rosary you, beads. you do what you can to get right with God after yeah. looking at a seventeen and three quarter year, old, quarter year old girl and thinking that she looks sexually attractive. But I mean, that's again, well, it goes back to the sexual consent app, right? What if a seventeen year old does consent to sex? Yeah. Does what that if they misrepresent the themselves? Consent, you hmm. go through with it all, thinking, oh, this is all above board, and then find out after the fact that yeah, that's you, right, you've just committed statutory rape or whatever exactly i mean that's 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 in the arena with a, with an app like that right yeah it's quite plausible that that could happen in in thailand i was very close to making that mistake where i was on the way back to the hotel with the girl and she like as we were about to arrive ad admitted to me luckily that she was uh you know only turning 18 one week later mm. and i said Okay, you're yeah, not coming in then. Yeah, that's, that's not happening then. But the only reason she admitted it is because in Thailand, they they have checks in most of the hotels. Right, they have to produce ID. To produce ID and she yeah. obviously didn't have it. Anyway, I yeah. mean, you know, maybe I shouldn't admit that, but, you know, this is a real talk podcast, Rodders. So. Well, that's that's a real talk And post. I didn't, didn't do anything. No, you... I didn't cross the line. Headed it off But it, I very easily could have. I had no idea. I mean, you know, I knew she was younger than me. But yeah. other than that, yeah, I know. mean, thinking back to some experiences I've had myself, yeah, exactly. You could, you never know for sure. I don't know about... for sure. I just know what I'm told. Yeah, and exactly. of course, you know, I want everything to be legal. Mm. But if you ask me if I'm a hundred percent sure, you can't be. I can't be a hundred percent. Can't sure. be. So um, before the police get here, yeah. <laughs> 
before we're hauled off to jail. Yeah. Um, so my idea, anyway, let's just go back to that because I really wanted to finish that point um, without getting too oh, distracted. Oh, bitfart.com? By... Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> Remind me to register that URL. I'm serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was just thinking about the all of the confusion around this issue and whatever, and, and I was thinking about, is it really a good thing that this stuff is coming out? Like, I don't think it's a bad thing, but but is it is it a th is it an organic thing that's happening because the truth right. community is exposing crap like you know you see a lot of these commentators you know alternative media guys saying oh we're winning and all of this stuff and wait because yeah. I, I need to finish okay or we'll just go off on a tangent and they're taking credit for it like this thing that's happening and I, I just suddenly got this fear that we're not affecting this at all that Pizzagate all of this stuff is coming out as controlled leaks and i don't know why but it just came to me in like this big rush mm -hmm. and i could see this other side where um it's all being revealed to us on purpose and I, I was sitting with mariella and i just casually said to her why do you think all of these hollywood people are coming you know being accused of rape all of a sudden when a year ago none of them you know it was very rare that it was happening yeah it's all pretty and you know new what she said? information yeah you know what she said she said, I don't know, Trump. And I think she was kidding. I really do. That was a joke. Yeah. But it made me think. And I said, you know what? I think you've just stumbled onto something there, Mariella. Maybe you were kidding. Maybe you meant it. I have no idea. And I'm not going to wait and listen to you talk anymore to find out because I'm talking now. But I said, it could be because of Trump. So let's, let's just look at this scenario, right? You've got Trump. You've got grab, grab him by the pussy, right? Which he claimed was locker room talk. Locker so. room talk. So you've got Trump in locker room talk. You've got him uh, established as, as sexist. He's insulting Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, he's doing all these things. You use it all against him during the election, again, you know, to try and get uh, Hillary Clinton in. He gets in anyway. What do you do, Rodders? What do you do? You need to say to the public, no, those things that this guy did are a lot worse than you think. You should not have excused them. Yeah, so this... you need to worsen sexual harassment in order for people to be angry enough about it that when you remind them that Trump did it, they call for impeachment or whatever the whatever That's the right. point is. Yeah, it sort of ramped up the reaction. Yeah. To that information being revealed about about Trump. Yeah. Um, because... So it's 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 like retrospectively enhancing the crimes they've accused him of. Right in order to use it against him later. And I think it will come back. To, yeah, it'll, it'll end with Trump, you know, um, being compared to Harvey Weinstein and all of these monsters in, in Hollywood who've been sexually harassing women for years. Do you think he'll be able to fend it off? I don't know. I mean, he fended it off last time. I don't know. He just I called mean, it locker room talk and everyone went, eh, suppose dudes sort of do talk like that. Oh, look, I would have without, said things like that. I without mean, meaning it. You know? I, I say things like part of my sense of humor is to say extreme things to get a surprise reaction out of people because I, I think that's yeah the shock value joke. So I would definitely say probably worse things than that. I mean, I'd say things about raping babies and stuff as a joke. Hmm. But if, if anyone you know had no sense of humor or didn't understand my sense of humor, which is the majority of people yeah. and heard me say something like that. Yeah. You know, they could very easily want to call the police on me or something. So, you know, I, I can understand how you could get into trouble with that. And, and I don't see how it's got anything to do with being president. I think maybe he's a terrible president for other reasons. 
I just don't think that's the reason that you need to focus on. It it it, may, it brings me back to what Bill Maher was talking about and these mm. degrees of of behaviour. Yeah, exactly. And we should be having that discussion. If it was footage of him grabbing a woman by the pussy instead of talking yeah. about doing it. Yeah, if he was caught on camera, like again, forcibly degrees. grabbing and groping a, a woman, yeah. and she was um, obviously trying to resist against it, then yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. And the dude should not be president. No, that's right. But there was nothing like that. It was like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it rang true. Yeah. How he, how he sort of played it out yeah you know he just said ah you know that's what blokes that's how they talk and wasn't he talking to like george bush's cousin or something like that i mean that guy was complicit in the conversation too yeah he was sort of on. yeah he was sort of encouraging the the line of conversation well it's, and it's, it's not sounded encouraging like... again it goes back to consent right if i make that joke to a woman uh in the workplace or something like that and yeah. say you know uh, she says what are your hobbies and i say raping babies ha 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 oh you have no sense of humor that you're mad at me now like, I can understand that's the bad situation, right? But if you're talking to someone who's essentially given you consent to do locker room talk, right? Yeah, you know, to, to give you a, the a safe... The precinct has been set. Yes, the precinct so, has been set. And so you've got this speak. safe environment where you think that no one's listening. Yeah. You know, you say a lot of fucked up shit, you know? That's, that's right. Men are dirtbags. I mean, at the end of the day, that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, even even a man who's very well behaved... G George Clinton ...has say, a voice in the back of his head. George Clinton... George Clinton? Yeah, as Parliament Funkadelic. He would say, it's the dog in me. Yeah, that's right. It's the dog in it's me, It's the baby. lizard brain. The lizard brain. Yeah. You can't well, turn off the lizard different. brain. But uh, Why is that different? Well, it's, I suppose it's not. It's the, yeah, he's talking about the same thing, I guess. Yeah. That that impulsive, uh, animalistic side of us, the the primal side of us that, that might kick in yeah. um, and influence our behaviour. You, um, how much do you know about determinism? You know, that concept of determinism? I'm not sure if you and I have talked about it before much. I don't think we have I don't on think the podcast. We, no, I don't think we've had that, that discussion. Because I think determinism is related to a lot of this this stuff, you know, this human behavior stuff that we talk about. And we go, you know, we go around in circles and we talk about the lizard brain. Determinism is this idea that uh, there's basically no free will. Everything's predetermined. Um, but not predetermined in the sense of fate or like God's controlling Destiny. us or something. Yeah, not not that kind of predetermination. It's it's more to do with the idea that the decisions about what needs to happen in the universe are already preordained. So, um, if you, you know, if you take the metaphor of say a wave in the ocean, right? Uh, the further you step back, the more ordered waves look. They they become just lines in the ocean. It looks like a pattern. If you're yeah. in the wave and it's crashing on your face, it seems like chaos, but it's actually quite ordered when you step back from it. Right, right. So the individual particle in the wave may think that it's making choices about where it's going to go and what other particles it's bumping up against or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's actually, it has to do within very, very strict parameters, it has to end up exactly where it ends up, no matter what, right? And this, they covered this in, in Lost, which I think you haven't watched either. No, but, I haven't seen that. But they have a time travel season in Lost, a whole season where they travel through time and affect things. Yeah. And the concept there is that you can go and change things, but that the universe course corrects. So it's not well, that back happens to the future. A lot in, that happens a lot in Rick and Morty too. They, yeah, Rick and Morty has, has a similar idea, although it's kind of them course correcting too. It's not as overt. They actually talk about it in Lost as course correction. That's right. the term they use. And I think um, determinism is just this idea that, that 
the course the universe is going to do what it's doing you as a yeah, person are going to do what you do regardless of uh, of what you think yeah so if, you, if you're going to eat some turkey you're going to eat some turkey right and all you can do as a human being as a conscious entity is tell a story about it afterwards just invent a reason or a thought process and the science behind determinism is that they did a whole bunch of experiments monitoring the brain when people are making decisions just pressing a button yeah. where they're going to press this button or that button, I think it was, or something like that. And they found that consistently they can measure the decision being made in the brain before the button, uh, sorry, the button being pressed before the decision is registered. So they can predict consciously the in behavior. the brain. No, but they, they can um, demonstrate that the person starts moving to press the button before they think to do it. Okay. Right, so their finger is moving. They observe the behavior of themselves, and then they say to themselves, "Right, I'll press that button because blah blah blah." Right, for whatever reason. So it's it's microseconds, but it's it's demonstrable in the brain, and it's it's something I I wasn't going to bring it up during this podcast, so I haven't got any research or anything ready to go. Maybe it's something we can talk about in another one. Possibly, yeah. It's a pretty interesting. But I topic. find it I find it pretty fascinating, and I. A lot of people are turned off by this idea that we don't have free will, that we can't choose our fate. Mm. It's sort of... I, I don't have that. I, I think that's kind of beautiful, to be honest. I, I think it's, it's, it's an amazing... Like, that would be... If we're just telling stories about the universe around us, and that's what consciousness is, I'm okay with that. Because, as I said to Mariella when we got on this topic, yeah. I would rather be a storyteller than a decision maker. You know, a decision maker is the guy who's the CEO of a company making choices and, 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 you know, trying to make profits for the company or whatever he's doing. I'd rather be a creative storyteller. If that's what I am, I'm very comfortable with that. And I understand why you would find the idea of having no free will repugnant. But what do you reckon? I mean, I, well, it's just an idea, but it just reminds me of this stuff that, you know, that people are telling stories about all these things that go on and, you know, to some level, I just well, feel like maybe it just doesn't matter what we tell ourselves. Story is how we find meaning. Right? Yeah. We tell stories about ourselves. We tell stories about, you know, things that, that happen to us and other people in our lives. And that's how we determine meaning or yeah. gain lessons from it. Or exactly. Um, that's how we... So it's an it's, essential part it's how we store of knowledge. being conscious. Yeah. The storytelling, yeah. um, you know, aspect that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and... I've I've always thought that there is something out of our control. Like we can't control everything. No. Like it's just not. You, you can control what you do to an extent. Yeah. But you can't control anything else. What's happening around you, and you can't not admit that that has some effect on your own behaviour, how everyone else is behaving. And perhaps the level of control that we think we have over our own behaviour is somewhat of an illusion anyway. Yeah, it's kind of an illusion that free will is 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 also a bit illusionary where we believe that we can do anything we want but maybe that's, you know, not entirely true. Yeah. It's I guess it's why, you know, these sort of uh, gurus and uh, you know that book The Secret and all that they talk about intention being uh, you know the way to find success that you make your intention you put your focus on something and it will manifest. And in this world, this hypothetical world that I'm talking about, where determinism is true and everything that you do is telling a story, well, that would make sense. The, the things that you tell stories about 
you know, is, this is, interesting is what makes the world the real, what the real world becomes, you know, like the laws of physics are only really there because that's a story that we told and we keep telling. Yeah, and we still believe it's true. Yeah, and we extent. have the consensus of the entire world. that, that if, now, if an acorn falls from a tree, it's going to drop to the ground. Yeah, you know? well, and, and now we have a few different stories, you know, where, where um, that involve quantum physics. Exactly. Another level of science, which suggests that s some of the, our believed science may not be entirely correct and that this quantum physics side of things is in fact what's going on and now we're telling a story about that we're developing that story exactly so and it's 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 also interesting because when i was went for a ride on my bike earlier today before i came here and i was thinking to myself well i was thinking about the last few weeks hmm. just being booze free and drug free and that and I was thinking to myself, you know, I really want to tell, be able to tell a good story. I want to be able mm. to tell a good story about myself. Mm. And that's kind of the attitude I took into this year. I thought, I don't, I don't like the story I tell about myself at the moment. I want mm. to change it. Like, I, I want to change the story. Yeah. So, you know, I need to change my behavior in order to be able to tell a better story. That's so, why I would love to be in, in private rooms, be a fly on the wall when you're the topic of conversation between two people who think that you can't hear them. Yeah. Because that's when you hear the story that you're projecting. You never hear it to your face. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't sort of, you can't know what that is without no. it's sort of. Sometimes you can guess, you can try to you guess. You can have an idea about. But it would be different to hear it. And if sure. you, and it also, if you ask someone directly, what they do you think you. about me? They're not going to tell you the hundred percent balls and all truth. Are no, they? not gonna the balls. Be, no, well, they might. No. Even if they've seen your balls. Probably everything but the balls. Even if they've seen your balls, they're probably not going to tell you the truth about it. No. They, they're probably going to... They're know, probably going to say they're very they nice balls, but they're no, they're no such thing as nice balls. No, they all look sort of Well, there's nice weird. tennis balls, but not testicles. Well, testicles are just you know, ugly The, the balls all that the hang time. between a dude's legs. Are, uh, yeah, the punishment they take. And it's not pretty, you know. No, it's never going to be pretty. They're just weird looking. Don't get me started on the taint. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we just sort of accept that we're 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 not as aesthetically pleasing as as you we're know, just not woman's body. It's, it's kind know, of male ducks are that's prettier story, than female ducks. That's the story that's being told about yeah. men in general is that we're less aesthetically pleasing than the female form. Yeah, which is why you know magazines and publications like Men's Health are probably very popular because they you know make the male form seem a lot more aesthetically kind of pleasing i guess to to how maybe yeah not not the one i see in the mirror though that's not helping that at all no well you know i looked at myself in the mirror today and thought you know what i, I look better i look better now well you're getting healthier i'm, I'm, I'm i enjoy being Plus able you're, to... you're refing basketball so you you know the amount of exercise you're getting is off the charts at the moment right yeah well i've had a bit of a break in that but yeah getting back into that is yeah it's, yeah, it's it's physical activity it's getting up yeah. and down the court you know more than playing yeah because you play one game you know you might referee i've refed as many as, as seven games in one day sequentially seven. without a break and they're like 40 minutes each 40 or minutes right? each yeah so that's over six hours it's mm. over six and a half hours of sprinting up and down the court that's because, pretty crazy because you're expected to to sprint 
not walk casually. You, no. you get ahead of the play and so you can see. No, you know, if you're strolling, they're going to fire you, aren't they? They're they're, go, they don't want a stroller. No, they don't want it. I could stroll. They don't want a, uh, a no dawdler. <laughs> they don't want a wanderer. No, they don't want someone Look at him, he's going, just wandering around the court. Get him off there. Yeah, get, what, get a real you ref can't in see there. It. You can't see shit from there. <laughs> get down to the spot you're supposed to be at. That sort of thing. You know, that's that's what you get told from yeah. your from your. Don't dawdle. Don't, I don't want you dawdling. Basically, move your ass. Yeah. Move your ass. <laughs> um, so, but but yeah, it's you know I had that that perception of myself today where I thought you know what I I'm looking better and that's helping me to have a you know more positive outlook I guess because I'm a bit <laughs> narcissistic and a bit vain. I, you I talked see... about this in the I think it was the New Year's Eve or the Christmas episode where you said about changing the story. Don't be the story that you tell yourself. I remember you couldn't quite get the phrase right, but right. this is this is the same line of thinking, right, that you're talking about now. Yeah, it is. It is. This is the progression of that line of thinking. The progression of, of uh, yeah, how I've changed the story, I guess. Mm. It's just things that I've done um, differently that have helped me to think more positively about just who I am. How, how, what do you think the story is about you that you're projecting? Or what parts of it that you don't like or whatever that well, you mentioned? Well, I, I don't like that uh, I guess I don't like that I don't want people to see me as, as an angry person mm-hmm. because I've had that feedback from people like, oh, you, seem you get angry. that feedback a lot. I've given you that feedback. You at seem times. angry. You seem frustrated. Mm. You, you seem not. And you you not, are. If you really look things. inward, and you, you are quite frustrated in a lot of ways, right? And well, you have been. I, I, I remember I'm projecting when that. I, th- I was think I was projecting that a lot mm. that, that I'm angry and frustrated and not happy. Mm. Um, but internally, it's. It's not really, it's not that. No. It's just, I, I want to behave a certain way and I'm not, I'm too lazy to, you know, go through a bit of pain or whatever or it, um, just resist a few things to in order to feel better, just, just normally. I mm. think I was just frustrated with the fact that I was always looking outside of myself to find something that made me feel better inside. Yeah. So it's only... Once you start, you you know, stop using external things to prop yourself up. Mm. That you find tools within that can help you to deal with things. Well, exactly. In fact, yeah. it gives you know. I feel like I'm building up a resi- resilience to those things. Well, I think I'm not. I'm I not think forming I've sentences it. any better yet. No, you can't. You still can't fucking speak. No, but can't fucking speak properly. Can't fucking yet. speak, but. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I can. But I feel like. I'm I'm getting stronger in areas that I haven't been strong in, in in some time. Yeah, that's right. And that's helping me to feel just better about myself and be more level-headed and seem less angry and be able to project more positive things. I, I think that's all it is. Well, you were, you were in a uh, somewhat of a cycle of escapism. Yeah, where, and um, avoidance. Avoidance of yeah, doing Yeah, escapism things. of... of uh, well, not to... I, you know, I don't want to talk about it in, in harsh terms because I can completely relate to it. And in fact, I think everybody does it Most to a degree. Can, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, a cycle of escapism where you felt you didn't have the tools to cope with the mundanity of life or the fact, just whatever's, you know, happening. like yeah. when you get into conspiracy theory, the first thing that you have to deal with is that you're a complete slave to a system mm. that's, that's that completely was completely designed to put you in a box. I mean, how is and anyone keep you supposed there. and keep like, you there forever? If no one's watched that 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 Stefan Molyneux um, human farming 
video, which is fascinating and changes the way you think forever. Uh -huh. I hate that guy. But honestly, that <laughs> that video is terrifying. I mean, yeah. it, it makes you think, but then it gives you no solutions. And, and mm. you know, coming up well, with solutions is the thing. It takes years of thought. You're just always thinking about it. I think that's why Peter Joseph did um, Addendum, Addendum mm. and Moving Forward because the first Zyko movie, that scared the fucking living shit out of me. Yeah. I did not want to believe any of it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a, a wake-up call because of and what nothing else. Yeah. Because of, of what it meant for everything I've learned pretty much up to that point. Yeah. You know, and the things I've been told from from family. Yeah. From direct family, parents. And you find also... family, friends, you know. This is something that actually confuses me and it's something maybe that you'd have a um, perspective on given that you've been uh, drug and alcohol free for a little while now and, and you're sticking to that. That the alternative community... And this is something that you and I have always sort of talked about, and I've always been a bit different in my views on it. Um, they're very supportive of legalization of drugs and all of that. All of that stuff comes with the truth movement, right? You can't really be against that and be for truth. And I agree with that. I don't think it should be illegal or anything like that, but I certainly don't think it's good for you. Like there's not many drugs. Like uh, okay, legal, yes. cannabis Promoted? is okay as, as a painkiller. No, maybe. Yeah. As a painkiller. Well, because that's what medical. it does. It numbs you. The, the, Fine. The the argument for, for marijuana is that it has medicinal use. Yeah. And there's legit reasons, you know, people with uh, glaucoma and, you know, cancer and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Going through chemotherapy that they should have free access to this stuff because yeah, it's going to help them deal with it all. It's not that I don't support the legalization. I'd, I'd like to see all drugs legalized. I don't think there's any benefits in having drugs illegal at all because it's a victimless crime, right? So... Well, what um, what... what police force could ever fully police and and stop the use of drugs i mean it's an impossible fight right you're never going to stop everyone using uh using weed and and taking lsd and stuff it's a, it's a, people want to do it they're going to go and find it and do it i don't somehow. think they they care whether they're actually stopped i think it's just using is an excuse to it's, it's an excuse for other things. you know to, to round up the rabble whenever they feel like it, yeah you know they, yeah so uh, again, but at the same time, I'm not a supporter of using drugs. I've never been. I've yeah. never seen the benefit. I've never, other than cocaine, never seen the benefit in anything. Cocaine's a great idea because it it's a makes hell of you a drug. I've heard. It makes you think very fast, and you can do things using co like it enhances your intelligence. People quite genuinely. People which is refer amazing. to it as truth serum too. Like yeah, people are just more confident and, and yeah. That's why I always snort cocaine before we start the podcast. Right. Because if you why you know, have you never you shared, shared this with me? I don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> it is very expensive here. I, yeah, it's I very do expensive. know that. I do know that. But yeah, I mean, I, I like to do a couple of lines before yes. we start. Yeah, you know, it gets gets me uh, gets me in the mood. But uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> rack a few lines right now. But, but the the depressant drugs, the ones that that um, lower your sensitivity and your reaction times and all of that, uh, mm -hmm. alcohol being one of them, Def I, I don't. Agree. I don't know why we do them. Why is alcohol legal? Yeah. I mean, and there's a huge drinking culture in Australia. It's it's, it's kind of encouraged. Yeah. You know, if you don't like beer, what are you? Un-Australian or something. Well, exactly. Um, I didn't drink till I was 21, if you remember. Like I had that's few, right. I tried it a few times, but I didn't drink. You definitely didn't uh, like recreationally. Beer. You definitely didn't like beer. I remember I was yeah. I was into beer. You know, as soon as I was 18, 19. 
even yeah. before that. I, I still was... don't really like beer. I mean, I, I got used to it to enough. Like, I, I, it was more like a choice that when I got addicted to alcohol, yeah. um, it was one way to do it that would kind of slow me down because like if I was on spirits, it's, it's all it really was. It was a matter of regulating alcohol intake in, in a way that I could almost trick myself into drinking less. Mm. It doesn't work, as you know. No. You know, it doesn't work. No. You just drink a lot of beer. You just end up getting you know, drunk anyway. You get around it. Yeah. Again, it comes back to this idea of determinism. I can't understand why I want to drink. There's nothing in my logical brain uh, that that indicates it's a good idea. I think I know I don't want to. I definitely know I don't want to, but I don't understand why I need strength to achieve it. Mm. Why do I need to be strong? Well, why do I need to be on guard about we're, it? We're both Australians, so we've been indoctrinated into the drinking culture where it's fully accepted and... I don't think you know, it's just that. There's something physical going th that's on. That's part of it. There's, there's got to be more to it. There's something that. to do with, like, think of it in a cosmic sense, right? Um, the, the entire universe is just energy moving around and manifesting as matter or whatever, right? So mm. maybe the high concentrations of energy in alcohol is why we crave it. Why we seek it out. You know, we're trying to bring in the energy and then manifest it in different ways. And and in, in some ways, you know, when you get drunk and you get obnoxious or something like that, maybe that's a way to create chaos in the universe. It's an exciter. Yeah. You know, that's what they say a in disruptor. science, the exciter. Yeah. yeah. It's it's something that causes other things to move around and become reactive and 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 whatever like maybe it's necessary well, and and restricting that is is somehow i was very motivated to drink when i felt stuck yeah when i felt stuck in the situation that i was in you know not too long ago yeah that i went straight to alcohol yeah straight to the bottle shop and and just thought this will do it this will fix it yeah. This will fix it for a few hours at least. It's never fixed it before, but this it's, time, yeah, I, it I, definitely will. I always regret it later and yeah. always hate myself, but this yeah. time, it'll be different. I won't feel as bad from it or something. Like, just bullshit excuses yeah. to drink. You yeah. Know? Telling stories about something that you're going to do anyway. Yeah, tell a better story about it. Yeah, so that just energy is going to enter your body one way or another. And And the funny thing is when people quit alcohol, I don't know if you found this, but they get more attracted to sugary stuff. Yeah, I think I've found that because yeah. um, what I'm, what I'm, I'm kind of, I, I think I remember saying it to myself today. I'm going to allow a bit of sugar. Yeah, I'm going to allow myself a bit of sugar because, you know, I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I actually I need find, to allow something. You know? I actually find my brain feels clogged up, in unless I have a little bit of sugar. Mm. Like ever since I stopped drinking, it's only been this month, and I'm not taking it anywhere near as seriously as you are. I actually stopped because uh, I did my budget this month and you found I can't afford, afford to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time to experiment with stopping. So I'm not preaching on it at any level. Well, it is expensive. Because, yeah, well, Booze. And, and I was getting more expensive because I was like, oh, I might treat myself to a $24 bottle of wine tonight. Yeah, I've, I've earned it somehow. You know? and, and then yeah. that just became the thing, you know, like $20 plus was fine every single night, bottle of wine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you don't even look at that twelve dollar bottle anymore. You just no, like, no, it's like, oh, I can't, can't go back. beneath. Can't me. go back to there. Yeah, I've got no, to have the, like that. Yeah. So yeah, it became a thing. So it was it was really a financial choice, but it was also obviously I wanted to do it for health as well. I always have. You know, we've talked about it a lot. So yeah. it all just came together. It was a good excuse. Did did my stopping help you stop? I don't think it was related. No, not at all. I didn't even know whether you were stopping or not when I stopped. I mean, I just. 
I or just when you just drank champagne decide. on New Year's yeah. Eve and then yeah. woke up and stopped. So yeah, no, it it wasn't related. I I always intended to do it. You know, New Year's Eve is just a good excuse. Although people always say it's the ter the worst time to quit anything because you'll, you know, you'll always forgive yourself for giving up on your New Year's resolutions. Yeah, that's why I was careful not to frame what I'm doing now as a res resolution. It's mm. not. It's not. I'm just changing. I'm just trying to change and behave you're, differently. You're, you're making different choices to me, and this is something that I find interesting. You're declaring it as if somehow I don't. I'm only guessing the reason, but it's almost as if somehow declaring it is other people are going to hold you to it or something. Yeah, it makes me accountable to other people. But why should you be accountable to anyone but yourself? Well, because that's probably what I struggle with the most, being self-accountable. But I'm, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to hold you accountable if no, you I know. take a drink. I know. Most of your friends won't. Like who would? Maybe your mum might have a word to you if you... No, but what it does is it it, it helps me because it, it puts it in the conversation. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I'm probably different to you where I'm, I don't know, a bit more needy or something from other people. I need people to check up on me i need them to know that <laughs> i need them to know that you know I'm but if someone actually not... checked up on you you'd get pissed off wouldn't you i would stop checking up on me can't maybe maybe uh in years past yeah but I, I don't feel like that anymore yeah that's something that's that's changed as well i think yeah so i that was one of the decisions i'm like i'm going to put it out there i'm going to make it basically public knowledge through well to my friends anyway yeah so that I am accountable in that way as well. I guess it and also... Not, and not just self-accountable because I've failed so many times just, just being self-accountable. But it's, it, again, it's, it's just it's easy a to decision. Say, it's, just easy to, it's really easy for someone to just say, but just do this. No, that has failed me so many times. Mm. I'm changing but how it didn't I'm fail. doing you, you it. This might fail too. This might fail too. This could fail too. But it wasn't but a failure. You haven't actually failed as much as you're um, claiming. You know, don't forget, I've known you your entire life. No, you have succeeded to quit alcohol for an entire year, which was an amazing and, achievement. And weed too. I've, I've never done that. Succeeded not since to, I started, anyway. Well, maybe not, but I, I, I get a bit of strength from that, like mm. reminding myself that hey, I, I did this before. Yeah, and it gets easier, no, and you no know reason. that you've been through the journey. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason I can't do it again. The, the only difference this time is uh, uh, pretty much I don't want to change from this. I want to see how far I can go with this mm. and make it a permanent change, not put a time constraint on it. Mm. Just go, this is how it should be. By the way, there was whiskey in your coffee, so sorry. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jesus, how long we're, are we? We're over an hour. Oh, okay. So we can't, like, can't, can't we had two other topics to talk about, and I guess we'll just hold them for next week. But we'll just do it in another uh, podcast. Yeah. We're, we've gone extremely long, but this has been, I, I think it's been a really interesting it's been a good one. discussion. So uh, based on our history, we'll probably listen to it back and go, that was way worse than we thought. We had high hopes for that. And uh, it turns out, <laughs> turns out we were just, you look no. so Christ-like at the moment. I don't know if you can feel that sun on your face, but your eye is like glowing like the hand of God or something. The at hidden, the moment, the, the sun is just, yeah, we'll have to reposition the webcam for the next one. That, <laughs> that looks insane. <laughs> Maybe it's a sign from God. Could be. Yeah. It, you're a light being. 
Which oh, which we didn't get to. Yeah, the, save it. The, 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 the save real it. Save it, Harv. Just save it. All right. We'll, we'll make sure that we cover so that because that's, that's my favorite new conspiracy theory. I'm going to wrap it up now. I'm going to say to speak pipe. Speak pipe. Please speak pipe. Did, we don't have anything, do we? No one's spoken to the pipe. Do you want me to either. check? Well, you can if you, yeah, check while Let's I check do the, the other stuff. Pipe. Twitter, 1240podcast.com. Um, I sort of, I want to include anyone that's listening in the idea that we're thinking of rebranding the podcast a little bit. Yeah, actually. What do you, what do you think this should be called? Like, what do you think? What we've thought is that the idea of the hangover cure. We're kind of over that. We've kind of, uh, discarded that a little bit. Yeah. And 1240 is obscure enough. It was really only the first episode that we discussed any type of hangover cure. No, that's. I think we uh, we tried a couple of times to sort of yeah, it just didn't happen. I mean, it was. It's more like we had to come up with a title, so we came up with a title. Yeah, we didn't go in in deep too much into the thought of it. I think the about. original the original concept was actually very good. It was a good idea. Yeah, it was and good. I'm not I saying think, it wasn't good. I'm just. I saying... think it's just it's a, it's a metaphor for what we're doing more than, and it always was intended to be a metaphor, which was we've, we've evolved to, to some extent, use our experience to sort of motivate people and, and connect things and expose people to the ideas that are interesting us that they might yeah. not be exposed to otherwise. Yeah. So we're still doing it. It's just the idea of a hangover cure is kind of irrelevant. A, we've quit alcohol. So it's literally irrelevant and it's B, becoming literally yeah. Irrelevant. yeah. And B, it's Can't a little obscure. If you don't drink, no, it's, it's, it's a little tough. bit ingenuine. It's so, tough to get one. So if you have any ideas, speak them into yeah. the pipe. Speak pipe. And we may actually use, in fact... We will use. We'll definitely play it on the podcast, but we may actually use, if you suggest a new name for the podcast. So we're keeping the 1240 and we're keeping the oh, podcast. 1240 podcast. And we're replacing the hangover cure part. So yeah. if you can come up with, you know, if you're a listener of this, a regular listener, and you uh, can think of something that expresses what what this podcast is about because we have enough trouble with that uh, as a, it is we're, we're you know throwing a few ideas around but yeah it but has not, to be two words three syllables you know something punchy short snappy yeah uh yeah something like that so yeah you know tweet at us tweet at us tweet at it. 1240 podcast on twitter tweet us up bitches you know <laughs> get at us at us on twitter and uh uh, what else? Facebook, iTunes, review iTunes. us on iTunes. Chuck your idea we in there. We haven't even got a single give star us, on iTunes yet. Give us fucking iTunes stars yeah. and uh, chuck the name of the podcast in there. Yeah, please do. You get anywhere. Yeah, anything. Put it. Just put it, anything. Put a review. We'll read it out. You know, if we can find it. I'm fucking desperate, Harvey. Yeah, I, I really I'm, need I some. Am, yeah, I need feedback. I need. Some, <laughs> I need feedback right now. I need some audience love. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I, I'm being quite genuine about that yeah so uh yeah so that's it that's it for the pod that's it for this one all right well wrap it up what episode are we up to 30 this is 37 i believe 37 so we'll be turning 40 soon yep 40 episodes is a lot don't know what we'll do for that we should do something special for it ah uh, let's wait till 50 50's gold yeah it? 50's uh, important yeah. 100's important it'll 40's be just... we'll, we'll make it a gold theme podcast or something yeah definitely something like that yeah I don't know how you make an audio podcast gold, but, you know, we've got plenty of time to think about it. Are you picking your nose with your microphone? Yeah, don't do not do that, especially with your Christ-like halo. <laughs> I ruined that image, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's it. Uh, that's it. We're done. Done for this podcast. 
See you later. Righto. See you next week. Should I pause it? Oh, should I play the music? I, I'm re I can play the music. It's really easy. Yeah, no, no, but I can. Yeah, so I'll do this. Sure. And play, then... play the music again, Harvey. See if you can get it within the next minute or so. How about a second? It's too loud again. It's too loud. That wave is too normalised. It is. Too just, much compression. Just let it fade out. Right? Don't say anything more. Alright, I won't say anything else. This is the last thing I'm going to say. This is the last thing I'm going to say.